Hey, 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 hello, 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 welcome, welcome to another episode of Under the Baobab Tree. Today is a very special episode because you will hear my husband speak as I interview him about the prison of public opinion. If you recognize yourself as someone who worries about what others think, if you hold back sharing what you want to share or doing what you want to do because of being scared of other people's opinions, I am sure you are going to enjoy this episode. And if you're like, I am so ready to not let other people's opinions define me or my choices, but I still need to grow in it, well, then I've created what you need because Rooted Within is a transformative online journey that guides you step by step in this. And during this online experience, you will literally transform those fears. You find all the information and the link to sign up in the show notes. And then I'm not gonna let you wait any longer. Enjoy this episode. All right, it's recording. Thank you so much that you want to have this conversation with me this evening. It's uh, evening and we're sitting here with a nice cup of tea, ashwagandha tea. And before we start or before I ask you a question, maybe you can just introduce yourself who are you and <laughs> what do you love in life or anything you want to share? I'm Jolomi, the husband of Ama. <laughs> yeah, I'm a love of nature, of life, of peace, of growth, of spirit, of water, of fire. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And... The reason why I wanted to have a conversation with you is because you and your brother have made a song that is about a topic that's very interesting. The song is called PPO, the prison of public opinion. And so my first question is, why this song and what does it mean? Um, prison of public opinion was a, was a realization that came to me and my brother when we're going through something that we call our bush road, that, that's a different story. But there was a time in our lives that we were questioning society. We're questioning the status quo of everything. We're questioning the, the way the world is shaped, the way things progress from politics to economy to social life. And in a way, it's when the, it's when the facade fell. It's when we really saw the world for itself. And prison of public opinion is one of the project. It's one of the songs or one of the reasonings or one of the gems that we got from from that experience. And we are both creative people. We love to write. We love to express ourselves through creativity, and that was one of the ways we sought to encode or to yeah, mm -hmm. to present that to the world. And yeah. It's a it's a very straightforward concept. Yeah, what what is the song about? Like what is prison of public opinion? Yeah. So yeah, prison of public opinion is basically um it describes the world we find ourselves to today for a lot of people, the reality for a lot of people where you, you the way you live, your decisions, your actions, your perspectives on the of the world and your whole being is basically regulated by wanting to appear or seem a certain way to the people around you or to like to the outside world 
right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a kind of approach to the world that is from the outside in, not from the inside out. So it's, it's why we decided to name it, the, to encode it as the prison of public opinion, because it seemed like people are so controlled by how they appear or how, how they seem to others. That that's their first perspective. That's that's their first point of reference when deciding or when approaching things or with anything they do, and um, yeah, we we see it as a sort of prison, or I see it as a sort of prison because you're not living true to yourself, and you put yourself in weird situations because you want to seem a particular way to others, and. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically the prison of public opinion. And I feel it manifests in different ways. Um, yeah, could you share a bit more about that? Like yeah. some examples of, yeah, how are people caught up in this prison of yeah. public opinion? I feel the prison of public opinion manifests in so many different ways and so many different people. One of the most common ways that prison of public opinion manifests itself is consumerism. People want to be seen to be using certain brands or wearing certain, being associated with certain quote-unquote luxury items because they want to appear affluent or wealthy to other people or they want to appear in a certain social bracket, you know. And, yeah, it it basically disregards the fact that these these social expectations are, you know, feeding the consumerist culture and... Yeah, for you, the individual, it doesn't really benefit you in the long run. You're putting money in the same pockets of, of the same corporations that's, that's, that rip you off in so many different ways and so many different facets of your life. Um, that's just one way of, uh, one way prison of public opinion manifests. There are so many ways it manifests, like people not being, not having the confidence or not having the, the willpower to follow what they really want because they would appear in a certain way or people around them would see them going after the things they really want in a certain light, you know? Uh, yeah, I remember just a random, a random example. Mm-hmm. I remember a friend. Well, he wasn't really a friend, more like an acquaintance, right? And uh, he really wanted to do music. And I think if he had, if he, if that's something he really wanted to do, he would have to be successful at it. Or if that's something he did, he would have been successful at it. But I remember me and him sitting many years ago and we we're having a chat and he was telling me, hey, the thing I really want to do is music, but I can't do it. And I was like, what? You can't do it. Why? Because you make very good beats. <laughs> like you have all the tools you need, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do this. Like if you just sit and he, he wrote, he was a very good writer too. So basically he had all the tools to do it, but he didn't want to do it because he felt he had a lot of people knew him as a, as a, as a certain kind of person who wasn't a musician. And if he had jumped into music, he would be, he wouldn't be, um, in a way, he'll be judged by the people who mm. have known him in a certain way. It's just a random example of prison of public opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Have you been inside of this prison of public opinion? And if yes, how did you free yourself from that prison, from the public opinion that you were surrounded with? Or um, I feel I've been lucky in my life that's 
I've not really found myself really caring about what people think to a large extent because, yeah, my dad was, was one of the first people who really taught me that you do things for yourself and everybody else is, is secondary. But yeah, in a way, I feel that as a child growing up in Africa, like it's the reality for millions and millions of young people across the continent. Mm. You're socialized in, in a particular religious belief system and you are expected to uphold that, that when you want to break away from that or when you question that there's so many forces around you that kind of check you, mm. to ensure that you are with be or behind those bars, you're still within the prison, you're not breaking out. So yeah, that's, that's the only way, or that's one of the main, main situations I found myself that I realized, well, there's a prison of public opinion. But for me, what, the way I broke out of that was, first of all, educating myself, digging into history, understanding the his, the how things came to be as they are, mm-hmm. which I think is a very important thing for every young person. I feel, for me, in terms of my belief system, my approach to life, really digging into history is one of the things that really helped me break those shackles. But besides digging into history, it's also having the confidence to stand up and say, hey, I'm going to take my own path and to hell what you think about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do think knowledge, knowledge gives you confidence. Knowledge gives you strength. You know, the more you know about the world and the more you don't see things as permanent. Because when you, when you dig into history, you realize how the things in the world as it is came to be. Right, mm-hmm. you you see things less permanent, and you see things more fluid, and that for me at least, that gave me the confidence to say, no, no, I can like change, I can bring change, I can stand, I can walk my own path because I understand, I understand that hundred, a hundred and fifty, two hundred years ago, it was a completely different yeah. reality, and things are always in a constant state of change. But if you do not have the knowledge of history, you see things more static and you do not see that, you know, things change mm. and things evolve and yeah. you can be an agent of change. You can make the world a better place by choosing different, by, you know. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And so where do you think, like, where did it start? Where does that come from that this public opinion or prison of public opinion exists? Like, why um, is it there? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's a very good question. And um, I think that, you know, if we talk to philosophers and sociologists, they'll have a lot of insight into this. But from what I know is that from the earliest times of human societies, right, our societies has been, have been cre- were created in such a way that People need it. We need to live according to certain rules, right? When you live outside the rules, you'll be judged by people. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's something that's drilled into all of us as kids. Like, I'm sure many people will have the experience of you wanting to do something as a kid and your parents will tell you, no, people will think it's, it's weird or people would laugh at you or you certainly imbibe that or, or take that on as you grow. And sort of grow with it. And yeah, in some societies, like the culture I was born in, there was the thing about talking or judging other people. 
But as I grew up and moved to another part of the continent, what I realized is that, you know, people's approach to checking other people who are living different is stronger. Like uh, there are a lot of people in different parts of the world who t- I take that approach differently. But yeah, yeah, it's certainly something that comes to all of us as children. And I think it goes back to the early human societies. Like, you know, our societies has to be shaped in a way that people can live with each other. Like mm-hmm. someone can go around killing other people or just stealing from other people. You know, you will be judged by other people. And that, that, that understanding that, um, okay, I, I would be judged by other people. I'll be ostracized by other people for doing this and this and this is, is kind of, it's a, it's a way of control, right? An inbuilt control mechanism to ensure that you live right and you do what's right. But that also extends beyond just doing what is right and wrong to other things that, you know, it's a way that, you know, it's sort of like the way they, they put people, keep people sheep. Like you, you walk with the, you see the way like Fulani people or the people who have mm-hmm. cattle, the way they ride, the way they walk with their cattle and ensure that they're in a row. <laughs> in a way, prison public opinion, the way I see it, is like one cattle moving away and the herder coming there with his stick to hit the cattle, say, mm-hmm. hey, go in, go in line. It's kind of, it's kind of what it is, right? And, but yeah. So listening to what you just said, like what would you say are maybe the, the the good things or the positive things about this prison of public opinion? I I wouldn't say there are any positive or good things per se with prison of public mm-hmm. opinion, to be honest. I, I feel that it's important that every human being questions the world you live in because it's the only way you can bring change. If you look at things and you do not question it, and you do not question, why am I doing this? Does it really serve me? Is this what I want to do? Is this the direction I want to go? You just be a sheep in the system, you know? You're just like, you know, you just, you're just living through the motions. Um, with, with that said, the inbuilt control mechanism in us to understand what is right and what is wrong, that you leave right and not do other things to harm or to destroy things for other people and other life forms. I feel that's super important. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that as a, as part of the prison of public opinion. I think the prison of public opinion is like a dysfunctional expression mm-hmm. of that innate understanding or control mechanism yeah. of understanding what right and wrong is. And, um, back to something you asked me earlier. How do you break away from the prison of public opinion? This just came to me. But one of the ways I felt I could confidently, among other things, just break away from caring what anyone else thought was realizing that we're not really these physical beings or we're not really human, right? We're having a human experience, but we're not really like, this is not us. This is just an expression and a temporary one at that, you know? And getting that realization shakes a lot of things you know Mm -hmm. in the way you see the world because like this is like a in a way like a play we're having it's a temporary experience and if you do not leave your truth in this experience you're having you're doing your yourself a big disservice you know because at the end of the day while this matters in the grand scheme of things it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? We're here to have experience. We're here to engage, interact with people and, and, you know, blend our energies with that of the earth. 
And yeah, not coming to having the opportunity to come to this world and then just living according to someone else's ideas and not being true to yourself. It's, I feel it's a big disservice to the creator. Mm. It's a big disservice to nature. It's a big disservice to the whole tapestry of life because you did not bring or you did not shine as bright as you could shine. You just tried to blend with the other colors. So you make the whole tapestry less colorful and more dull by just trying to fit in. Wow. <laughs> You're really wise, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really good. Thank you. So what do you think would happen if more people come out of this prison of public opinion, right? Or like if a person comes out of it? It's actually two questions. Like what happens with a person when they come out of this prison of public opinion? And what would happen if more people really come out of it? I think that for individuals, based off of my experience, coming out of the public opinion is a, is a process rather than a one-time thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a process. You have to keep reaffirming it. You have to keep checking yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it's like a growth process. But I think the biggest thing is liberation, you know? The biggest thing is, um, I, I don't think there's anything comparable to the experience of finding that thing that you know that this is what I, I came here to do, or at least this is one of the things I came here to do. And it, it fits perfectly and you live your truth every day and live in your power. There's, there's really nothing like that, you know, mm -hmm. there's really nothing like that. Yeah. And I feel for, on an individual level, that's one of the ways, that's, that's one of the biggest experiences from breaking away from public opinion. And it's, there is a lot of freedom. It's very empowering. You don't just follow, but make decisions. And in a way, you start to look at the world differently, or, or at least like in my experience, that's what happened. You start to look at the world differently. You start to realize, you start to realize a lot of crazy things that you may have not realized before, like, oof, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, um, on the, on the societal level, I think it's, it's needed if we want to change the world as, as it is today. People really have to break away from the prison of public opinion, you know? I feel there will be more, the world will be brighter, more vibrant. People's energy will be more vibrant if they're, they're true, if they're living to their truth, if they're being their authentic selves. Um, yeah, I feel, I see, I see it as people being more creative, people being more vibrant with their energy and people bringing beauty and a lot of, a lot of diversity into this world. Because if you really leave, like the way I see it, everyone has something to contribute, right? And if you really tap into that, what you have to contribute is what is different from what I have to contribute. And even if there may be similarities, the way I express it would always be different from the way you express it. And that's the unique thing, you know, that's what you bring, add to that tapestry. And it really doesn't matter the field you are in. The way I see it, we all have magic. Yeah. And we have to express our magic. We have to bring it into this world. If not, we have done the world a big disservice. Yeah. And so what would you say to someone who is scared to break away of this prison of public opinion? Because as you just gave that beautiful example of, you know, with the, with the cattle going its own way, like it's also scary in a way, like 
what would you say to a person who feels like, oh, I actually want that, but like, I'm too scared or like, what do I do? Yeah, I, I, I do understand that. Yes, indeed, it's a scary thing because in a way it's breaking away from the security of the crowd. It's breaking away from the security of just following the, following the ropes, following the, the path that has been set, you know? I, I think it takes more confidence to walk your own path than to follow what has already been laid out, you know? And mm-hmm. if you look at like nature, there's so much examples of that. Like if we are walking in the bush now and there's a path, it's way easier to just follow that path than to want to create your own path mm. where there no path has <laughs> existed, right? You know? Yeah, yeah it's indeed, it's more difficult. But in the, in the end, it's more rewarding because you encounter things that you, in a way, you create a unique experience for yourself. You you start to see things and you start to see the world in a different way. You start to appreciate the world in a different way. And you start to bring your own magic to the world, you mm-hmm. know? Which I said... As I said earlier, there's really nothing like that. Nothing like being able to find your own magic and bring it into this world. It's, it's undescribable, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah, with, with that said, I do, I do understand that it's a difficult thing for a lot of people, especially if you've been brought up following the ropes and wanting to live by what society expects of you. It's a, it's a difficult thing. But at the same time, it's very rewarding. Yeah. And it's not impossible. It, it's, it's a process, as you it's, said. Yeah, indeed, it's a process. I think, yeah, it's a process. It's something that you start and you you dig further in and you continue to grow. Mm-hmm. I do think having a community of like-minded people mm-hmm. definitely helps. In my case, it was me and my brother who were going on this journey together and reinforced each other's ideas and, you know, Mm-hmm. That that definitely helped. And I also think that, you know, digging into history, understanding how things came to be in whatever field you are or whatever area you're trying to change, you're trying to break away from that prison of public opinion. Yeah, and, and maybe it's even like a skill that you can learn or something you can learn. Like you start with something small yeah. or like little things and you like you build your your courage in a way right yeah I, i i definitely do do think so i mean if you find that if you find yourself questioning why is this so why couldn't this be different it's you're already on that journey and you just mm-hmm. really have to dig into it you have to understand how things came to be the way they are and look at why who does this really benefit if i live like this or if i do like this or if i keep buying this product because everybody buys it you know like who who does that really benefit at the end of the day does it benefit you does it benefit (laughs) the one who creates the company you know i'd like at the end of the day yeah it's important yeah Mm -hmm. yeah So is there anything else you want to share around this topic or do you have like a last message for the people who are listening? That's a very difficult one. <laughs> uh, I would just say, be you, be original, be yourself, you know? The world or history is not a thing that has been written, right? We create history every day. We create the reality we live in every day. And... Yeah, it's really up to us to write what remains on the pages tomorrow. It's really up to us to create the reality we want to see. 
in small and big ways and being yourself, breaking away from the prison of public opinion and daring to be different, daring to walk your own path is one of the is one of the ways that you redefine or recreate reality and rewrite mm. history to be different. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom and being with me here tonight and with the listeners. And maybe we can do this another time. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Wow. Isn't he amazing, my husband? <laughs> I learn from him every day and I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, someone else you know may enjoy it too. But maybe they just don't know that this podcast exists. So share on your social media or share the link in your chat so that other people can listen to this episode or under the Baobab Tree podcast too. And as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, in the show notes, you find all the information for Ruthed Within, this amazing transformative online experience for multiple months. It's through videos, exercises, teachings, journaling, healing journeys, and community that you will grow through your fears so that they won't block you anymore. And that's what we eventually want, so we can bring the change in the world. I couldn't have said it better than Jeremy. Let's go for what we are meant to do in this world, you know? Let's do this. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Ah, my heart is so full. Thank you. Until the next one. Bye-bye.